Welcome to the Recession Resistant Real Estate Radio, where we talk about real estate, passive investing, business strategies, and so much more. I'm your host, Brandon Cobb, CEO of HPG Capital. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Today, I want to go over the pros and cons of single family versus multifamily investing. There's a lot of advice out there on which investment vehicles are better. You've got people who've made their fortunes and retired off multifamily. You've got people who have made their fortunes and retired off single family. And so today, I want to go into each classification and discuss the cons as well as the pros of going into each one and why. I, you know, I can remember we started in the single family world and have gotten into the multifamily world. There is, there's, depending on your investment strategy, there is no one that's better than the other. I can tell you as an active investor, as we grow, it's just easier to scale multifamily and I'll explain a why. Um, but single family, like, you know, there's companies, uh, what is it? Uh, American Homes for Rent, Progressive. There's some pretty big companies out there that have had a lot of success in purchasing onesie twosie uh, single family properties. So it's definitely something that that works. You'll probably hear a little bit more out there on why multifamily is better than single family, but it doesn't necessarily hold true. And we do a lot of multifamily. We're we're a big fan of that. Uh, but you know, single families were where we got our start. And there's certainly some advantages just depending on where you're at on your investing journey, as well as the risks that you are looking to take. Before we jump in, if you get value from these episodes, do me a favor, show us some love, hit that five-star review, or give us a one-star review. If we're doing bad, we want to know that too. At least provide some feedback. Don't just put a one-star review and uh, leave it without any context. But uh, you know, these reviews are how we bring you more great content. It bumps us up in the algorithm. It lets all of our guests get more exposure as well. Uh, it's a win-win for everyone, and it only takes like 15 seconds. So Scroll down on your phone, hit the reviews, go. All right, so let's jump into this today. We're going to talk about multifamily investing versus single family. You know, who is it better for? And I'm going to break this down into active investors versus passive investors. Active investors are ones that are, you know, full time in real estate. They're out there finding the deals, they're out there raising the money, they're out there uh, operating the deals, they're, they're building the pro formas, and they're actively putting together uh, the deals. Passive investors are ones that say, hey, I just want to contribute money or I, maybe I just want to bring a deal to the table, but I, I don't want to be involved. I just I just want to be passive. So depending on who you're at, one might be better for you than the other. So let's jump in here. And what I'm going to do is kind of like a side-by-side comparison with uh, single family Some of the pros are, you know, when you're purchasing single family, like you are in control of that. You own the asset. You make all the decisions. If you're a really good operator, chances that investment going bad are very unlikely because you know what you're doing. You've got your hands in it. You control it. And a lot of times, if you've got specialized knowledge about an area, this is where you can really hit it out of the park by making these onesie twosies, very focused uh, investment approaches in very specific neighborhoods that you know might be in the path of development that are going to experience some crazy price appreciation down the road. So lots of hyper-focus here. It's also great if you're looking to get started. So it has much lower uh, upfront costs 
and it's a lot more simple. So when it comes to single family, uh, lower upfront costs and simplicity can be your best friend when getting started. Because if you start with something and get in over your head, you can go bankrupt very easy or or lose money. Um, you know, a lot of people starting out in multifamily, it can be a lot more difficult because it's a lot more complex. A lot of people who get in the multifamily usually start out in single family and then kind of graduate it up when they have some experience. That's kind of how we got our start. We started flipping houses, got into doing infill spag, uh, then started doing land development and uh, just kind of cascaded from there. So lots of upfront uh, with multifamily, um, kind of kind of the reciprocal, the opposite. You've you've got uh, well, you know what? Let's do this. So we're going over the, the the pros right now of single family. Let's stick to the pros, then we'll go to the uh, the cons of it before we get to multifamily. Um, you've got very strong appreciation potential with single family homes. You know, I mentioned earlier that if they're in the path of development, this can be a a huge benefit of this. And it is great for building equity. Cons, not so great at cash flow. A lot of people think that they're going to retire off building like a single family rental portfolio based on the cash flow from the rents. But a lot of times they don't take into consideration the long term capital expenditures of buying the roofs, the HVAC systems, the plumbing, updating the electrical. Uh, they don't take into consideration vacancy. Uh, they don't take into consideration a lot of the surprise uh, maintenance uh, repairs that it costs. And as a result, the reality is single family properties do not cash flow that much in the long term. You're really just building equity, right? They're paying that mortgage off. You're getting to use leverage with your money to use a bank loan um, to to get great returns and appreciation on that property. And so you're basically playing the appreciation day for one day you can uh, you know, refinance out and receive that refinance debt free and uh, not debt free, but when you take out debt and receive it as income, then you don't pay taxes on that. And that's a huge advantage. So lots of advantages there with single family. Um, you know, some of the, the cons can be, well, if you do get a vacancy, it's, you know, you're, you're 100% out on the property, right? Whereas if you get a few vacancies in multifamily, you still have some cash flow coming in. No matter what, on the single family property, your mortgage is going to come due every single month and you have to pay that mortgage. So it can, it can lead to some problems if you're not able to quickly get a tenant back in there and you don't have the cash to cover your debt services. There's also a lot lower rental income. It's only one property as opposed to like a, a large amount of, of properties. So you're not getting quite as much uh, cash flow. Uh, it's usually a lot more time consuming to manage, right? If you, even if you hire a property management company and out, you're usually still involved in the management of that property management companies. Yes, managers have to be managed as well. And that can create some time suck and, and a headache uh, for sure. If you choose to manage it yourself, this is where it becomes a headache because you're now a landlord. It is a job. Stuff is going to come up. You're going to get the calls when the water heater stops working and then the uh, middle of the day when the HAC unit stops working at night and you got to come out and fix it. Uh, some people think that there's a little bit more risk with single family properties because there's less stability. You know, I talked about the rents earlier, but from a management perspective, you can, if you've got a big multifamily property, you can actually hire a full-time person to be on site at that property and take care of whatever comes up when it comes up, um, because you've got the incomes to support that position. 
when it comes to single family property, um, you're not going to be able to hire someone. You might be able to hire a third party property management company and maybe they charge a 10% of the rent per month to manage it, but you're still going to have to manage that company. They're going to miss things. Um, there's some stuff that you're just going to have to jump in and get involved with. And again, if you have that vacancy, you know, that creates a little bit more risk exposure for you if you don't have the funds to cover the mortgage while it's vacant. So that's single family properties. Now let's go over to multifamily. So what are some of the pros of multifamily? There's kind of like a yin and yang here where uh, it's sort of like flipped on its head with single family. A lot of um, what you don't like about single family is a pro to multifamily. So with uh, multifamily, you've got more efficient management. Again, we talked about having somebody on site to take care of the problems and give fantastic customer service to the tenants. Uh, Fantastic customer service means that Tenants are happy, and it means that happy tenants usually don't leave, and so you don't have that vacancy issue. There is usually much stronger cash flow, so you know apartments can house more people than single-family homes, so you get a much greater influx of cash coming in every single month to take care of uh, expenses. Uh, typically, a lot of people think that multifamily, there's there's less risk uh, because there's a lot more stability, Right. If you got 50 units and 10 tenants just decide to leave all of a sudden, well, you still got 40 uh, tenants that are paying the rent. So you've kind of spread that risk out, the vacancy risk uh, among uh, all the units as opposed to just one. You also have much higher rental income. So, uh, you know, with multifamily properties, you've got the potential to earn more rental income due to multiple units. And this can especially benefit if you're able to fill all the units with tenants. Uh, you know, loans as well. So with single family loans, you know, some of the cons um, that I didn't bring up earlier is, is I see that like, a lot of people have to personally guarantee these single family loans, which means if anything goes wrong with that loan, the bank is going to hold you personally liable for that loan, meaning they can come after your house, your car, maybe even your spouse's assets that, that you jointly owns can create a big, big, big problem. Whereas in the multifamily world, a lot of times these purchases are so significant that the bank is willing to do something called where they're, they're really betting on the asset itself and not as much as the borrower, where a lot of times, you know, a single family, there's a lot more, there's more betting of the borrower that takes place and influences the loan decision, not just the asset. But in commercial, sometimes they, they don't even care. They're like, wow, this is a great deal. We would be totally comfortable taking this deal back if it goes south. And hey, Mr. Buyer, we won't hold you personally liable. This is popular for a lot of the much larger deals when you're buying, uh, you know, 50 million, 100 million, uh, dollar deal, bigger, much, much bigger deals than, you know, somebody's personal balance sheet. Like who wants to be personally liable for a $50 million property? Right. So it can be a problem for some of the banks to get, uh, the, uh, the personal, uh, statements, uh, to support a $50 million loan. So those are the things, some of the things that, uh, you can run into. Uh, I'm a big fan of both. We do both multifamily. We do both, uh, single family. So they do have uh, both their pros, uh, and their cons, whether you're a, uh, general partner, an active investor or, whether you're a complete passive investor, you just got to decide on uh, what is best for you. I know people who have done really well lending lending and buying and purchasing and partnering on single family uh, and on multifamily uh, as well. So that's all for today. If you guys want to learn more about creating passive income with real estate, head on over to our website, 
hbgcapital.net. We've got a ton of free resources on that website for you uh, to get educated. Uh, Make sure you avoid uh, bad investments and you can attract more great investments to your portfolio. We'll see y'all next time.